0: Hello and welcome to the Unqualified Huddle with me, Sham. And Shan, it's another duo podcast. How are you doing, brother?
1: I'm great, I'm great. Um, Simon's away. Uh, Big changes this week, week for me personally. I've not got a job anymore. Setting sail for travels in the new year sometime. And yeah, just looking forward to the week of NFL action. We have Saturday night games this week.
0: Yeah, and this is you leaving your job, right? (laughs) You haven't been shown the door. (laughs) no no i
1: i i I, i've handed in my notice i decided to leave you know time for a break time to you know enjoy myself Go, go see the world
0: yeah i mean there might be more duo podcasts as a result next year um to our listeners we're we've only managed to do this podcast for this week one podcast this week so i hope to make it a good one we couldn't do our usual monday night tuesday podcast so apologies for that so we'll have a lot to talk about but as always, I think the first thing I should do is tell us the scores on the doors for our picks so far. I am leading the way with 123. As expected, I'm getting everything right. Sounds a
1: bit fishy, considering you're the person keeping track of our weekly picks.
0: Hey, everyone, you're, can, you're access everyone can access it. Everyone can listen to our old podcast. You and Simon are level on 118. Shan, you had only a seven uh, correct scores last week. Simon had eight. I led the way as... I say I led the way. I had the same as Simon, I think. Or eight. Well,
1: Well, after, after Thursday night, anyway, I think Simon's dropped one on us. He picked the the Seahawks to win. And how, how wrong was he? Yeah. Brock Purdy is showing himself to be an
0: <coughs> adequate backup. Yeah, and that's this week, yeah. um, 49ers beat the Seahawks. Single-handedly, and Brock Purdy is looking like a franchise quarterback. He looks like a better version of Jimmy G early on in his career. It might mean, what, what does it really mean for Trey Lance? What does it mean for Jimmy G? We're going to find out this offseason. It's going to be an what interesting...
1: What does it mean for Tom Brady, though? Because, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of uh, rumours around him right now. He's looking for a way out. There's a few suitors, and 49ers, he supported them as a kid. Um, are they going to be happy with what they have in the locker room?
0: Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one, because if Brock Purdy didn't emerge, and Jimmy G, obviously, I don't know what's going to happen... They might have an extension, they might not, but it did allow the door for a Brady opening, and it still is there. I don't know if Shanahan just might want to keep it in-house. Like He's got McCaffrey, and who's been who's worked wonders for them, and especially in this game against the Seahawks, with a lot of catches. Um, he had a lot of carries. Initially, he didn't have many yards, and then he, he finally got going more with the yardage. But it was mainly the receiving game for them. But Purdy's, you know delivering that Shanahan um, scheme as he sees it, that vision is there and is playing within the system. Would would Brady disrupt that Shanahan dominance? I don't know. Well,
1: it, the the news, the, the headlines are reading that uh, Brady's changing uh, game plans and coaches are only finding out about it mid-game. And I, I don't quite know how much weight to put into that while... while... You know, I, I don't think Brady's necessarily doing anything that he wasn't doing in previous years, but suddenly when they're losing, um, everyone's picking Fox. Yeah. I think
0: I don't I, believe I think... that story at all. Like, sorry, I'm believing in that story zero percent. Brady's experienced enough. Um, he knows how the NFL works. This is just a this is just a silly rumor. You do hear a lot of silly rumors this time of year with um, teams that are losing. And this is just one of them. I I, I have zero belief in it. I, I don't even think we should be entertaining that.
1: Yeah, but I uh, bear in mind I'm a Cardinals fan. Forget that for a second. Brady at San Francisco would be amazing to watch because he's got Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey. He doesn't need to go deep. He can let these guys do the work. And I think he'll be great at dissecting defences in this Carl Shanahan scheme.
0: Yeah, and, and the other team that we talk about with the link to Brady has been the Raiders, right? And even the Patriots, like, they're doors that aren't necessarily closed, both of them. Because, they're this week. Yeah. I, what, the Brady Bowl, would you say?
1: Yeah. Uh, McDaniels, Belichick. Uh, that, that's a sneaky good matchup. Uh, uh, Raiders are on the right. The the division has obviously belongs to the Chiefs. Um, but I don't know. I I, I I like the Raiders, but the more I think about Brady's San Francisco, it makes me like that idea a bit more.
0: Yeah, I'm not really... So let's just talk about this game then first. Patriots-Raiders. It's not a game that actually intrigues me that much. I think these are two teams that actually have... Well, the Raiders have underachieved and the Patriots have just disappointed with their quarterback and offensive play calling and played. Like, they look like one of the toughest teams to watch and their record, I think, um, is above what they really look like in the playoffs. Uh, well, come playoffs, if they make it, they're going to be one of the teams that you want to face. Um, even though you've got Bill Belichick's big brain, I don't necessarily believe he can make this Patriots team do much in the playoffs. They're achieving way beyond uh, what the field um, and my eyes show me.
1: Yeah, because the defence only wins championships up to a certain point in today's NFL. You need a, a consistent offence. And their offense with Matt Jones, uh, I, I don't trust this. It's, it's ugly to watch. It was ugly to watch last year.
0: They got by. Uh, but this year, you're really seeing cracks in, in that offensive scheme. Yeah, I mean, before the Rams disappointment, the Raiders were on a bit of a winning streak. That loss to the Rams is really painful for them because they're losing to Baker Mayfield, who came off that short week. And the Raiders, Derek Carr's just disappointed. Really disappointed is that is it's like if it's going down the scheme just doesn't seem to work with him or what it is he's been so hot and cold and it's not the Derek Hart I was expecting to see this year like I picked them to win the division I believe or at least like get in the playoffs this this is just way beyond how they've performed I mean they should be t- beating a team like the Patriots really really easily with how much weapons they have on offense even with yeah. oh, forget about Tom Brady
1: yeah, with how Josh Jacobs is playing as well this year. Um, this should be an easy win, but they've lost so many of these games. Right now, they're in form uh, of sorts. You, you can't exactly trust the Vegas Raiders this year, uh, but I, I'm i picking them this week. I think Simon, who's on the call, Center's our week, his weekly picks. He's picked the Raiders as well.
0: Yeah, Simon is away, enjoying himself in a hot tub in Lincolnshire, probably, in the UK. um. And it is hot tub weather, I can show you. It's freezing temperatures. Anyway, let's move on to another game. Who are you picking? Well, I've definitely picked the Raiders, sorry, yeah. Just clarifying that Raiders it is. Can we talk about the Dallas Cowboys versus the Jacksonville Jaguars next? Of course. It's a sneaky good game. Like, is it the...
1: Yes, it is. You've got if, an informed if you believe, If you believe Trevor Lawrence is the saviour, then maybe, maybe this game's up your alley. Um, if you still believe that the Jags have a lot of work to do, I'm not quite sure how you can go into a matchup with one of the NFC favourites right now, um, with Mike Parsons there against Trevor Lawrence, who has a, a bit of a fumbling problem um, and expects to come out with the dub.
0: I mean, I want to call it a fumbling problem. I think, let's not forget, the Jags lead the NFL in games without allowing a sack. They have six games this season where they've not allowed a single sack,
1: which but, makes it even more worrying how often he fumbles.
0: Well, uh, the Jags. Tackles can sometimes get overpowered um, or out outrushed off the edge. And Michael Parsons is that type of guy. But let's not forget, the Cowboys have been playing bad. And Michael Parsons is already talking about the Eagles, which is a rookie mistake on his part. Like, you just don't do that. They're like, even Jalen Hurts and the Eagles players have taken a shot on him saying they're focused on Chicago. They're not thinking about any other team other than Chicago. But the Cowboys are a oh, team that are disappointed. Even against the Texans, they played really bad. Um, they've played a bad quite a few weeks and Dak Prescott has been turning the ball over quite a lot this season he's got 14 touchdowns to 9 interceptions Um, he's not playing within himself like you look at this Cowboys team they should be running the ball playing defense because they can do that their defensive backs have got injuries and they're not playing as well as they were earlier in the year but they've come off um, after rallying to beat the Colts they didn't really show up against the Texans and even against the Giants they were Eh, they didn't blow him out of the park. They should beat Jacksonville.
1: Yeah, um, Parsons is distracted. Hertz is living in his head rent-free. Um, they don't quite know what they are on offense, which we've talked about plenty of times. They should have kept Amari Cooper. They're really missing uh, that aerial presence. They run. They should be a run-first team. They've got Pollard. Zeke's there as well. Um, we, we know that they're going to use them, both of them, a lot. Um, but this, this, the talent on the two teams... I, I'm trusting the Cowboys a bit more. But, but you're right. They're, they're not looking um slam dunk as they were when they trounced the Vikings con- convincingly earlier in the year.
0: Yeah, I mean, the G- like, you and Simon hadn't given up on Michael Gallup. I wasn't too sure about him. They've just gone and signed T.Y. Hilton. He might be active. He might run a few plays. I imagine there'll be deep shot plays. Like It is T.Y. Hilton. Even at his age, he can still fly. He's a nice little wrinkle for that offense. I don't think he... Like moves any needles. If I'm Jacksonville, all I need to make sure I do to keep myself in this game is actually play defense. Because we know the Cowboys can go off in any moment. They put fifty burger against the Colts, most of it in the fourth quarter. But they should be do be able to do that against most teams. If they if they're on it, they should be able to score a lot of points. If I'm Jacksonville, I need my defensive backs, my my cov, uh, coverage to hold my pass rush to get in, and then it'll be a game because I don't doubt the Jags' offence. I think Lawrence is in the form of his career, and that's only going up. But Dak Prescott, I think he's been trying to score a lot of points. I think he's been um, pressing too much. If he doesn't do that, I think the Cowboys win easily. If he starts pressing, then it might become a ball game.
1: Uh For me, I'm looking at the Jags' offence, not of the defence, because uh, in order to win this game, they will have to put 30 points up. And I'm not quite sure how many times they've done that this year. Is it just once against the Titans? Um, correct me if I'm wrong. No, I'm, no, they've, they've no, no, beaten... twice. I, I think they beat the Chargers as well.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, did did they beat the Chargers? That, yeah, yeah. They, they, they
0: beat. They did
1: beat. The Chargers. Yeah, they, they, they've scored thirty points twice this year. I think they'll need to do that again.
0: Yeah, definitely. I'm and without all that said, I'm going Cowboys. Yep, Cowboys. And Simon's going with the Cowboys as well. Yeah, I mean, you'll be silly not to pick the Cowboys, but there is a bit of a trap game feel to this. All right, where are you taking uh, this now, bro?
1: I want to talk about a game tonight, uh, which is in the AFC Miami Dolphins against the Buffalo Bills. The Bills, 10-3, and 3, are heavily favoured to beat the 8-5 Dolphins, which kind of, kind of surprises me, but... Maybe after two iffy games from that Dolphins offense,
0: uh, you can kind of see why everyone has just gone off uh, Tua now, haven't they? I bet everyone's got cold feet. There's no Tua MVP chance happening right now. He needs to like that game against the Chargers. People were uh, looking at that, and all the Twitterati's and NFL Twitter were saying how much better Herbert looks. It's just a no-brainer. His slam dunk, just a better player than Tua. Everything seemed difficult when. It doesn't seem easy when two is playing, while Herbert just makes the game look easy. I think there is some merit to that, but Mike McDaniel is Mike McDaniel. He will conjure up a plan to save this Dolphins uh, team because the Chargers took away their strengths and they became very diff. They couldn't find a solution. I think Mike McDaniel will go in the lab, try and have a solution for this stingy Buffalo defense, who have picked up, even though Von Miller's got hurt. But can they keep up? Like, Bills signed Cole Beasley. Are they still in the Udell Beckham Jr. mix? I don't know. This is one of the tastiest matchups all year, and um, they're playing the same division. There's a lot riding on this type of game, especially for seeding. If the Buffalo Bills lose here to the Dolphins, the race is really on for that first spot. If they beat the Dolphins, I think the Bills have secured this.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. This is a must-win matchup for Miami. Uh, The Bills are looking as good as they have all year for the most part. but I don't believe that this is a 10-3 ten, ten outfit because earlier in the year, I think that's with the... So they've got Diggs. They don't have much else behind him in terms of consistency. Gabe Davis and McKenzie, they're not consistent. Uh, they're running game. They don't like using it. It's not consistent. Um, and I think Miami, this Miami team, has all the offensive firepower it needs. Uh, so maybe even get the job done here. Yeah. It is in Buffalo. It is in Buffalo.
0: I'm not trusting Miami. I think the Bills are the better team. I want to see more offense on the Bills. It's been a while since they put up um, 30 points. You'd have to go to November 20th, where they beat the Browns. I think they're going to pour it on, on the Dolphins. I think they're going to feel this is a Super Bowl-type environment game. Um, the weather might play a factor. I'm going with the Buffalo Bills. Simon's going with the Bills as well. I'm going
1: for the Dolphins. Mike McDaniel will... Take everything you can from the special plays in his playbook and use them in this game.
0: All right, all right, all right. Let's go to another game. And I want to take us to Cincinnati Bengals versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
1: Oof. This, on paper, this should be a great matchup. But coming into this game, it's not got that not got that air about it.
0: No, going into the season, people thought this these two teams would be absolutely up there. The Buccaneers have deceived us all they've been awful there's a lot going on in that building we've hinted or talked about some of the rumors flying around and we don't believe it but they are there because they're a losing team then they're, they're still in that division race for the nfc south which has been pretty poor um but the bengals t higgins he and uh boy they had injuries last week they sh- they're fine to play this week if they're active, I don't think the Buccaneers have a chance. Even if they're inactive, I I still don't think the Buccaneers have a chance because there's just so much dysfunction around these Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It feels like the old Bucs, um, in a way, like before Brady came. Uh, there's just so much going on around there in that locker room. There's just, It's weird because the weaponry is the same as last year for the most part. The defense is pretty much intact. Okay, they've lost Dundamukong, Sujase, Jason Pierre-Paul. But it's, it shouldn't be performing this badly. And I think the head coach has a lot to answer for.
1: Yeah, this um, on paper, the defence should be almost as, as uh, prolific as they were last year. The offence, which uh, led the NFL in so many offensive stats, just isn't there. Evans and Brady haven't been able to get on the same page. Um, Leonard Fournette and Rashad White, they've not got the block in front of them. They've not got a consistent run game, which has really hampered everything that the Bucks wanted to do, which... Um, yeah, there's only so much dinking and dunking they can do when the offensive line keeps falling apart. They can't win the ball, and the receivers aren't getting open. Uh, Chris Godwin is the one of one of the few bright sparks of of this Bucks team. He's really found his form after his injury, um, but is that going to be enough
0: against the Bengals, who can beat you in so many ways? Talk about points and how many points teams are scoring. Buccaneers lost last week. Let's not forget thirty-five-seven to the Brock Purdy. 49ers in his first start the last time the book Buc- the Buccaneers have only put up 30 points one th- once this season and that was against the Chiefs where they lost uh because they allowed 40 other than that they've not put up uh, 30 points at all um and the last time they truly put up big points I'm gonna have to go way way back because I don't I can't I'm looking at their uh record here and the last time they put up over 25 points was against uh, the Chiefs, when they did put up 31. And that was October 3rd. They don't even put up 25 points. They've only put up 25 points plus once in the entire season. Yeah, that's an incredible stat. Forget about 30 points. They're struggling to even put up 25 points.
1: You had to get that Jacksonville to Buccaneers comparison there. Well, they're playing the well, Bengals here. Well, the, Bengals the, X-Factor was is, the X-Factor is Tom Brady. I, I don't care uh, when, when you're comparing it in terms of points scored. They've got Tom Brady who I trust more than Trevor Lawrence or whoever you can uh, put in there. Other than Patrick Holmes, Brady, on his day, is the best
0: there is. Everyone's saying Joe Burrow is a new Tom Brady. Is he? He's not, though. I agree with you. He's, he's got a lot of weapons that Tom Brady never had. But um... is
1: it, if, if, you ask, if you ask someone that question four or five weeks ago, um, when the Bengals really weren't on form, um, they would be questioning everything about this Bengals team. They were where the books are right now. Because they, they were playing below their roster talent.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, it, you'd have to go more than five weeks because the Bengals are on a five-game win streak right now. They've won uh, seven of... seven. I believe they've won seven of their last eight as well. So they're, they're the t- team that are on form. They're scoring a lot of points. Samarjo so P. Ryan's looked really good. And that defence, that's unheralded, unheralded all season long. Trey Hendrickson, that injury is going to be the big part, though. Um because he has been a big uh player for the Bengals ever since they got him alongside DJ Reader and Chidobia Ruzier in the back end. They've they've hit a lot of free agency home runs on that defense and I think uh Anna Rumo's done a phenomenal job. This is a team that was criticized in the first what, one and a half years of Zach Taylor? And they've transformed themselves. Like they've grown as a team. You can see that future of this Bengals they're going to be here to stay for a long time in the AFC. Whilst the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I think the clock's on them right now.
1: Well, that's also partly because the age of the quarterbacks.
0: Yeah, uh, but, but I, I, even direction. I think if you're looking at the Buccaneers, the writing's on the wall. There's a rebuild coming. I'm going to go against the Green. I'm picking the Bucs again. They burned me against the 49ers.
1: I feel like I need to pick them again.
0: Well, and me and Simon, we're, we're agreeing on this. Bengals. I don't know how you can pick the Buccaneers there, Shan. There's, you're going on a. You're going on for another surprise alongside the Dolphins.
1: All right. Uh, final game before we go to, to the weekly picks, I think. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, let's talk about Tennessee and LA Chargers. The Chargers had a huge win last week against the Dolphins. One thing that I saw in the locker room, um, they got Monday off because they won. And Herbert wasn't happy about Monday off. He wanted everyone back in training in the weight room for the next week, which tells you all you need to know about, in my opinion, the Chargers and Herbert because Herbert is too good for this franchise.
0: Yeah, what's interesting to see with this Chargers team is, once uh, I mean, obviously, there's probably one of the best wins of the season being the Dolphins, as they did last week, but what was really good to see is when Mike Williams is back alongside Keenan Allen, they look really pretty much unstoppable with Austin Eckler. That has shown a lot of teams and a lot of observers that Mike Williams is critical to this team, contradicting what people have said when he was their number one receiver. He's a great number two. Him and Allen, just a great tandem. And Herbert, 51 attempts last week, completed 39 of them. I think he feels happier and more of a comfort when he can throw that 50-50 ball. And without Williams there, a lot of what he does goes away.
1: Yeah, and Keenan Allen seems healthy as well. Uh, he is underrated, as, as ridiculous as that sounds. He's, he's like the Austin Eckler of receivers, just underrated, because he's always reliable. And they've got two of those, those guys. And like I said, Williams gives them something different. Um, so they've got a perfect balance there. I the lines of question mark um, always has been. Their defence, this is why I'm picking the Chargers because the Titans do opposing defences a credit here because they don't have anyone, a dominant force on the outside. Yes, Traylon Burks can work himself into one, but he's not AJ Brown at this stage in his career.
0: Yeah, and Traylon Burks looks like he's going to miss the game as well uh, with a concussion still. Uh, I don't think he's back. This is a Titans team. Like we said with the Buccaneers, there's a lot of question marks going into the offseason, but they can't think about that right now because they've got the AFC South on the line here. The Jags pull off a surprise, and then the Titans lose here to the Chargers, which definitely could happen if they're going all the way to the West Coast against a healthier Chargers team. The Titans could lose this AFC South crown, which they've held for a few years. They were the number one-ranked team in the AFC last year in the seedings. Like We don't talk about that enough, how they've gone from that to a struggling team. because
1: We, we have. It's literally because of AJ Brown, because their coaching – Uh, Vrabel is one of the best in the league.
0: But I think that's such an easy thing to say. I don't think it is just AJ Brown. I think there's a lot more wrong with the Titans than that. I think there's a lot more dysfunction off the field that's creeping on the field. They're not playing with that swagger. They're they're a team who you would think when they're on the field, they've got as much swagger as anyone because they can feel they can bully any single team in the NFL, every single team in the NFL. Once they can't bully you on the field, they they look like a shell. They look like a team that's soft. Der- once Derek Henry can't do anything, they have no idea what they're doing. Their defense, is, even though it's good, is starting to leak. I don't know. They're without Christian Fulton as well, Caleb Farley. I mean, these guys, big, big players, David Long. It's just, I think the Titans are going in and they're going to be have the question mark. Is Mike Vrabel, want to, will he want to come back to this Titans team to be head coach? Or... Is he going to get more power as a head coach? Because the Times have to make some sort of decision. So will Vrabes at the end of the year. But there's also the quarterback thing. Because who picked Malik Willis? Who's, whose choice was it? for Him or Tannehill? And it's not really Tannehill's fault. You've mentioned AJ Brown. But obviously that's helped Tannehill and deflect stuff off him. But if they they run so much, surely it should be so easy for them to get those shots down the field. Their play-action game has been dreadful, without Traylon Burks as well.
1: No, uh, is an easy, easy shot to take. If you put Burrow in this offence, if you put Lawrence in this offence, um, if you put Herbert in this offence, you're telling me that they're they're getting three more wins in a year?
0: I don't think so, no. I, I, I genuinely don't. I think Vrabel has done a great job with exactly, but here. But it's an s- offence that's pretty outdated. And once you stop the run... This is what was always gonna be a case. But they just don't have that swagger and I think it's it's falling apart now. And I think if Derek Henry can't get going in this game, it's an automatic loss because the Chargers are susceptible to the run and they were earlier in the year. So it's got it's a big game. There's a lot to ride into this. But as a Jags fan, I've got to pick the Chargers here.
1: I think we've all we're all picking the Chargers.
0: Yeah. Alright, let's quickly take every single game. Vikings Colts, where are you going, Chan?
1: Easily the Vikings. There's no way the Colts can, can beat this uh, 10-3 Vikings team. Um, they don't have firepower. Uh, Mike, this was supposed to be Michael Pittman's uh, breakout year, but he's just not had a quarterback to help him get there.
0: Yeah, I'm going Vikings as well. Simon's picked Vikings. The Colts, well, Saturday's coaching on a Saturday this time. It might be his time, though. His first time off a bye week. Let's see how they react. Browns, Ravens. Ravens. Yeah, not, not picking the Browns. I have some integrity um Ravens <laughs> I'm actually going Ravens as well Simon's going Ravens it's three of us actually picking Ravens in Cleveland that's called me surprised but I am surprised I
1: mean I I like to think well, there's there's a very good reason why all of us have gone for Ravens
0: as well all right Chicago Bears Philadelphia Eagles I'm going to take this one first and obviously I'm picking uh, the Philadelphia Eagles it's an easy uh, one for them from my opinion I think Justin Fields has been great but is this a step too far when you're competing against the Eagles? Don't forget, Bears are an unconventional offense. They're as unconventional as the Ravens are. So this is going to be a bit of a challenge for the Eagles. Let's see how they react. Uh,
1: uh, all right, all right, Michael Parsons and, 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 and <laughs> uh,
0: Joe Jones. I'm going with the Eagles. Yeah, I mean, I did pick the Eagles, but it is what it is at this point. All right, next game. Jets-Lions.
1: Oh, this is actually a close one. Six and seven, Lions 7-6. Seven, Jets. Well, it would be close if it was Mike White at the quarterback. He's been trying to get um, the clear, but it seems like it's going it's, it's to be your boy at the quarterback position. I'm going with Jared Goff and the Lions.
0: Yeah, I'm going with the Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions. Like I think they're the hottest team in the NFL right now. They might be the best team with the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFL right now, just because of how they're playing. Dan Campbell, could he be in the coach of the year running? He would if Michael Daniel wasn't there. Yeah, right. But Simon's also gone with the Detroit Lions, and that was never going to be a surprise. It was probably two of his teams that is uh picked and not picked in hot and cold spurs this season. Moving on to the next game, Panthers-Steelers. This is a uh, tough one. They're both 5-8. I'm going to
1: going go to Carolina because Sam Darnold has rejuvenated this team somehow. Uh, and uh, Wilkes is making a good case to, to retain the head coaching gig there.
0: I'm going with the Steelers because I want to. I don't. I know Sam Darnold's had one good game, but I don't see them holding on that way, or two good games. I don't see them holding on that way. Pittsburgh's a storied team with that storied defense. I think they'll get Sam Darnold seeing ghosts again. I really do. TJ Watt will be all over him. And I'm going with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Simon has agreed with me as well. His pick in the Steelers, I think it's just one of those. Things where Carolina are a difficult team to pick, um, just knowing how they've played all year and the last couple of years. All right, moving on, Kansas City Chiefs, Houston Texans. I think this is a bit of an easy one. I think everyone's going to pick the Chiefs. The yep. Texans have uh, looked really good last week, so we'll see if they can do the same thing twice in a row. All right, Saints Falcons. I'm gonna. Can I go first? I think this is a game that i was struggling with Uh, in my head i didn't know who to pick here the loudons falcons and the saints have been hot and cold week in week out simon's picked the saints and i'm gonna copy him here i'm gonna go with the home team in new orleans and there are rumors strong rumors that sean payton would consider a return to the new orleans saints next year but the funny thing with that is if he did return dennis allen would have to get fired I
1: would be tempted with the Falcons if they still had Mariota, There's going to be their quarterback no longer, it seems. Um, so I'm going with the Saints, although I don't
0: feel great about any of these teams, to be honest. All right. Moving on to the later games. Broncos, Cardinals.
1: I think the Broncos are favourite here. Uh, but I'm going to go with Arizona. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury's still there. His his you know He's one of the few pieces who's Who's still retained his job for the time being? Um, Colt McCoy is arguably better, we've mentioned, for this scheme uh, rather than Kyler Murray, who's who's injured right now. Again, I don't like these teams, but I'm going with the 4, four and 09 Arizona Cardinals.
0: Yeah, Russell Wilson's missing of this game. He got cleared, but their holding mouth precaution apparently he was really unhappy with it. But I think there's also part of the Broncos I want to see okay, how do we look like without Russell Wilson hindering us? That defense is legit. Now, the Cardinals, again, without their quarterback, Cole McCoy fits their scheme, but he was terrible last week. I, I just didn't think they looked... There was a lot of bad coaching decisions, I felt, from Cliff Kingsbury in that game. They were just I just didn't feel comfortable with how they lost to the Patriots of all teams. Yuck. I'm going with the Denver Broncos here in Denver. All right. And
1: Simon has gone for the Cardinals.
0: Yep, let's not forget that. He's gone with your boys, Shan. Arizona. All right, moving on to the next game, Commanders-Giants uh, in Washington. Talk about runner form. The Commanders are the form team here. The Giants are absolutely tanking right now. And you imagine they might want to look at that quarterback market this upcoming offseason.
1: Yeah, the the chance for Dave Offer, uh, for coach of the year have gone suddenly quite thanks to the, the terrible offensive play. Uh, to be honest, the whole team has been a uh, bit lackluster recently. While Washington has the Heineke factor, McLaurin seems uh, in the right place when Heineke's a quarterback. Um, Yeah, yeah I, I think this, this one actually does pick itself, despite both the teams having the same
0: record. So I'm going Commanders. Yeah, I'm going Commanders as well, because I do generally think they're playing better football. I think they have the better quarterback. I actually think Heineke's better than Daniel Jones. And I do think the Giants... Their receivers haven't clicked. There's a lot of things on offense that are wrong. Saquon Barkley isn't clicking. And once he's not clicking, like the Titans, they're not the same team. Uh, Simon has Well, he has been injured. But it's the same thing. If you're on offense and you can't click uh, without your running back, there's issues.
1: Yeah, but I just, just how you said it, it made me, made me feel like there's another dig at Barkley. We know, we know you've not been his biggest fan since the rookie year.
0: Just that's mainly more injury related rather than this play. He's a free agent and I think the Giants would be wise to give him the bag and keep him in house. Um you don't want to let a talent like him go. Simon's also picked the commanders. Final game, LA Rams, Green Bay Packers. The Rams come off came off a win with Baker Mayfield. Is he the magician man? Is he revitalizing his career in LA? Or do you reckon the Green Bay Packers are gonna put a stop to it? Yeah, it's not gonna happen again, unfortunately, for him. Uh Green Bay all the way. Yeah, we've all both gone Green Bay, and, and that, Simon. Yeah, and so that's one. Yeah, <laughs> Simon's gone Green Bay as well. So yeah, that give. Uh, that's all for our podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll be joining you after this week. Fifteen is done, where Simon will be back hosting. Thank God, I do not like hosting anymore.
1: We'll Thanks. be back with two two pods a week as well.
0: Yep, yep. Thanks for listening, and have a good weekend. Peace.